Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Star Sage, coming to you once again from the Lady Demora, Her Majesty's carriage. It is Tuesday morning, October 30th, 2018, as I am recording this. It's a crisp fall morning. And the temperature on the dash is reading 35 degrees. I'm just heading on into my work day at the candy shop and thought I'd take you along with me. Ordinarily, I wouldn't mark the date. However, today is a very special day. Today, the day before Halloween, is the day the lady who brought me into this earth came into being. And for those of you who've been listeners for a while, you may remember me saying that uh, Mama Star Sage has not been with us for a while. In fact, shortly it will be six years since we lost that dear sweet lady. And so I thought I would take a moment to reflect on all that was special about her. And uh, yes, I may have done this in part on my Mother's Day episode, but I'd like to think that you're interested since you are listening. (laughs) Of course, you could be sleeping, but... In that case, uh, this would be a subliminal message. Ooh, what should I say? (laughs) So, uh, Mama grew up in the mid to late 50s, early 60s, when, when she and Papa Star Sage became a couple. And uh, Mama was raised by two well country folk my grandparents both came from northeastern Pennsylvania and uh, were raised by farming folk as you might say mama had a background of uh, French German and Swedish mixed in her family some might say that's considered Pennsylvania Dutch. But uh, unbeknownst to her, the family had actually been in this country a lot longer than she might have been aware. I'm uh, on a long-term project to find out where my, I believe, twice great-grandfather was born. This places him uh, just before the Civil War. And in those days, only the heads of household were accounted for, but supposedly the family can trace themselves back to Vermont. And, uh, well, points earlier before that, but it would be nice to know who that ancestor's father was, so that someday when I go to visit the great state of Vermont, I can stop by and pay respects. I have uh, always enjoyed 
the scenery in the Northeast this time of year, particularly New England, of which uh, the great state of New York is on the doorstep, the foothills, as it were. So someday I may uh, hopefully know that information. But uh, Mama grew up in a time when it was uh, becoming more the norm for women to be in the workforce. You know, we were basically a generation after the World War's efforts, and uh, many leading ladies on television to set an example. But since Mama was raised by somewhat more conservative and Christian, <laughs> uh, I meant to say church-going, but same idea for people, uh, she didn't quite see herself as being a, a candidate for, for prom queen or, um, you know, CEO of such and such company. But she did have a streak of pride and had a inclination towards the healing arts. So Mama went to school to become a nurse. And although she was already dating Papa Star Sage when she entered nursing school, Mama had made an agreement that she would not entertain a proposal until she had graduated. She didn't want to be just any everyday housewife. And, uh, well, I'm sure that part of that had to do with student loans <laughs> of which apparently she had some help with thanks to a generous family member that she didn't learn about until many years later but mama finished her nursing schooling and uh, after a time after she had uh, brought myself into the world the fourth of her children she entered into the service of the, the VA, the Veterans Administration. And this would uh, carry on a tradition of service for some 30, 35 years before she retired. And of course, as I was suggesting, the family history implies that our family has been here a lot longer than we thought. In fact, her family has been in this country since before America was a country. So she technically, unbeknownst to her, could have been a candidate to join the Daughters of the American Revolution, a very patriotic cause that... Uh, oftentimes functions to preserve our nation's history. 
uh, Mama didn't have many uh, uh, wild leanings, I guess you might say. For somebody who was young in the 60s, she didn't really uh, have any sort of interest in the more modern rock. She, she wasn't fond of Hendrix or Janis Joplin or, or really, for that matter, anybody who might have uh, been on the uh, poster for Woodstock, I guess you might say. <laughs> no, Mama actually enjoyed uh, more middle ground entertainment. One of her favorites was Elvis Presley. And I remember when I was still school-aged, Mama used to enjoy what seemed to be an annual marathon of Elvis films on television. And I do believe that this was a tradition of the TBS channel, Turner Broadcasting, uh, the channel run by former husband of Jane Fonda, and former owner of the Atlanta Braves, I do believe. I think that's a baseball team. I'm not really into sports ball, but... Nonetheless, Mama enjoyed an annual Elvis movie marathon. So if you go back to listen to my Mother's Day special this past year here on The Far Away Nearby, you'll hear an Elvis song performed in the background and I'm forgetting the exact name but it was uh, Mama Liked the Roses were the lyrics and yes Mama actually did like the roses that was something that her mother Grandma got her interested in as she was always one to grow them in her yard Of course, my aunts were one to gift her a new rose bush every few years as part of Mother's Day, I do believe. But Mama's favorite rose, Mama's favorite flower, I recall, was a yellow rose. And uh, some of you may not be aware, because as we move on to the future here we we forget some traditions and some sentiments and in some respects uh some manners <laughs> but uh a florist would tell you that there is a flower for every occasion and the yellow rose is intended to represent friendship of course i think the yellow rose is also often associated with the state of Texas, although I don't believe that it was the state flower. I think that it's because there's a very famous song about the Yellow Rose of Texas. But uh, all aside, Mama enjoyed roses, and in her wedding bouquet, she had yellow roses. So yellow roses have a special connection in the Star Sage family. And uh, when we uh, lost our, our father, 
in an untimely fashion. We had yellow roses included in the burial wreath. And, uh, of course, uh, years later, because Mama survived her first husband by some 12, 13 years. But uh, we made sure that Mama was laid to rest with her favorite flower. And to this day, I still have a special association with the yellow rose. In fact, on our wedding anniversary, I am one to get hubby a a bouquet of yellow roses. Yes, we are two men, but I still get my husband flowers because uh, flowers are well, they're a natural beauty and they are something special, something to be cherished that don't always last, but we hold on to the memory of them by letting them dry naturally and then we store the petals. We have a well, a bag <laughs> that we keep the petals from those flowers in, so we can hold on to the memory of them. Yeah, I'm gonna have to... Okay, I thought I was gonna edit that. I will, at 13-ish. So, yes, today's a a very special day as, again, uh, almost six years ago, we lost our dear mother, and today would have been her 78th birthday. And, uh, this is is something that causes me to pause simply because, well, simply put, I've had my fill of, of death. My grandfather passed away when I was all of six years old. And my father, well, he died 10 years younger than his own father. And my mother passed away seven years younger than her own mother. So I am doing my best to ensure that uh, I have a better track record with that. And uh, you fine folks are witnessing my digital legacy as I'm at this juncture not expecting to uh, have any little ones. I know, heavy words. (laughs) But consider the premise of the day. So tomorrow should be, uh, well, tomorrow is All Hallows' Eve. By the time you've heard this, it will have passed. I hope that you've had a occasion to enjoy yourself, maybe get together with friends and, uh, you know, relish this time of year that's coming. Perhaps spend some time with friends that 
aren't normally available during the holidays. Yes, seek out your friends who work retail and make sure you get your time in with them before the insanity ensues because these are people who work to make ends meet and have to pass through the holiday season knowing that they are going to have limited time with their own families. And more often than not, are the victim of the nasty grams. Those who come up to their cash register and grumble and don't realize that there is a person behind that counter. So be mindful and uh, spend some time with your friends if they work retail. Make sure you get some quality time in with them and make sure you let them know that uh, they are cared for because it's a difficult time of the year for a lot of people, especially those who work retail. All right, uh, stay tuned for the second half of this program. So here we are, and I'm recording this midweek. It is actually All Hallows' Eve, or Halloween. I have just completed my work day at the candy shop, and I am heading out of Oslo on my way, well, in the direction of home at least. You see, Hubby Billy and I uh, live outside of our village, so we don't have many children in our neighborhood. it would seem that several of the families in our neighborhood are older or retirement age. So we don't seem to get too many folks dropping by for trick-or-treating. So uh, we have begun a tradition where we plan on an evening out. now. It's nothing terribly exciting. We don't get on our dancing shoes and, you know, we don't uh, go to any sort of high-end cocktail bar. No, what we do is we just, uh, well, we park our butts on a stool. (laughs) Um, Basically, we just go for a meal out. And it's usually nowhere fancy. You know, it's somewhere like Chili's where they... They have one of those two-for menus. Uh, But this time, I think we are actually going to more of a quote-unquote bona fide uh, Mexican restaurant. Now, um, should be noted that having grown up in the Northeast here, in the great state of New York, I didn't experience any... uh, variety in uh, cultural affairs, no tastes of the Far East or any sort of exotics. Now, uh, this actually is a authentic restaurant. I do believe there are persons of Hispanic descent running this restaurant. It's just a small local chain. But uh, 
we didn't even have a Taco Bell in my neck of the woods growing up. Not that that's by any stretch of the imagination what most would consider to be real Mexican food. Now, I lived for almost a decade in uh, the Centennial State, Colorado, and uh, the uh, surroundings of Denver, the Mile High City. And uh, as an old co-worker once said, she wasn't told, but a, a former acquaintance, uh, her family, who was of Hispanic descent, had been in North America longer than the United States had been a country. So she used to say, we didn't cross the border, the border crossed us. So when I moved to Denver, I had, uh, well, some of the most authentic Mexican food that I'd ever had. And uh, I'm sure that what I'm about to partake of this evening probably would pale by comparison. But here in Oslo, well, we're closer to the Canadas than we are to... uh, the um, the wilds of old Mexico. <laughs> I was going to say, I was trying to think of the name of the town that I once visited. I used to live in Southern California, or at least I did for one summer. Uh, it was Tijuana, yes, yes. Uh, we're, we're much closer to Toronto than Tijuana in these parts. So what I probably will end up having this evening is not going to be anything too terribly exotic. As, um, well, during the work week, I try not to be as adventurous because, you know, uh, something has to set fairly well with me. (laughs) So I'm probably just going to get a quesadilla. But I'm sure that it will be pretty darn good. We've actually been to this restaurant once before, but it has been a while. So uh, it should be an enjoyable evening out. And afterwards, we will more than likely do some window shopping, as they used to say. You know, where you, uh, you browse the wares at some stores and you don't necessarily end up buying anything. (laughs) That's the best kind of shopping, if you ask me. But uh, Hubby had the day off and uh, did a little sleeping in as he has been up late getting our putty cat fed. We've been trying to make sure that he gets a suitable amount of calories in per day so that uh, he can make a nice recovery from his trauma from the other month. And uh, usually this ends up with Hubby being up until past midnight, uh, when it should be noted that he's expected to be out the door by 6.30. And, uh, well, I should say that that's well before I leave the doorstep. (laughs) and uh, it can be a challenge 
as I'm not quite human until I've had my coffee, and during the holidays, more often than not, hubby is sleeping on the couch due to uh, his chronic fatigue. And uh, while it is intended to help him wake easier, being in a, a different or strange environment, as it were, uh, I have been one to wake up in the morning and his alarms have been going off for an hour. And, uh, well, a bittersweet there because uh, I'm sure if it had been in the same room with me, I would have woken long before and perhaps maybe so should, would he. But uh, just because I've been awake doesn't mean that he has uh, woken easierly. So it uh, can get quite frustrating, especially as uh, he only gets to stay in our room on uh, days that he is off, well, nights that he's off the next day, or on days that he is working later the next morning. So, changing gears here, I have an admission, something I'd like to clear my conscience of. Um, I often will speak about being on a journey of exploring healthier options, of trying to make better decisions. Well, in the last six months, there have been a combination of health issues in my household, stressors, as you might say, and this has caused me to lose sight of my goals. Now, I used to be within 20 pounds of my ideal goal weight. Well, I've been avoiding the scale because I knew that uh, the combined issues of health with my husband and with our senior cat combined with the uh, demands of his retail work schedule have put me on edge and certainly losing the opportunity for my morning walk didn't help any. So I set my toes on the scale and uh, soon learned that I was twice as far for my goal weight, so it's very disheartening, but I have to, as I said to my co-worker, I have to put my, uh, I have to strap on my big boy boots, my, I gotta buckle down, and it's going to be a difficult task, because this is the time of the year that most of us are prone to gaining weight because of all of the the treats and comfort foods that we tend to indulge in at this time of year. I am going to have to make a 
a concentrated, conscious effort to buckle down and pay more attention to uh, what what I'm putting on my plate. And I decided I need visual reminders, so I'm going to print out some, pardon my phraseology, fat pictures of me. Now, I am in no way or form telling people that I don't believe people can be healthy and be overweight. It is a state of mind. There is a degree of mental health involved. But I, for one, am not comfortable with the idea of allowing myself to be grossly overweight. This is something that I watched my parents suffer with. They had high blood pressure as well, and my father was a smoker most of his life. So I choose to make the effort to rid myself from this excess baggage. Yes, there will still be possible stressors and uh, mental health being what it is, but... Uh, As I once said to someone, you can't expect to pull a Silver Stream trailer with a Volkswagen Bug or a a, uh, Toyota Prius. Because the human heart comes in one size. And uh, when you are overweight, you are taxing your engine and uh, if you are consciously aware that you are grossly overweight it is your own responsibility to do what you can and so I choose to recognize the problem and I choose to do something about it because My father departed this earth a younger man than his father. And my mother, she left this earth at a younger age than her own mother. So it is a priority for me to do something about this because uh, I am way too fond of history And I am the family historian, as it were, so it is my responsibility to do all that I can to hang on, because I have nieces and nephews that need to be told the stories of when their parents grew up, when they were my older sibling and I was a child, And they need to hear all the stories about their grandparents who left this earth before they were old enough to know them. So, for those reasons, I choose to take responsibility. And uh, this is not something that I do lightly. As you could probably tell. And I will do my best to provide regular updates, but uh, do me a favor, 
cross your fingers because I am going to need some luck. I can't very well expect to be back on track entirely by the new year, but I am hoping to at least be where I was six months ago when uh, it comes to a special event that is coming up. Uh, we have a annual science fiction convention that takes place in the greater North Baltimore area called Farpoint. And this is something that I attended first in my teen years as part of a sort of an annual sabbatical with my nerd family. And I've been very fortunate that in more recent years, I have been able to include the uh, latest addition to my nerd family, Mr. Toppy Smelly of the Smellcast. And uh, an extend a uh, invitation has been extended to others, including Mr. Frequency of the Gay Wasteland. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to get together. We typically do an annual uh, lunch with our listeners that we do outside of the convention. And uh, we have also in the past performed a panel discussion about podcasting. But go to farpointcon.com to learn more. It's February 8th through 11th in North Baltimore area called Hunt Valley. All right, folks. I hope that you uh, are able to spend some time with loved ones, that you're able to relax and enjoy yourself. And um, hopefully you remember your loved ones and friends who are working retail this holiday season. That's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net.